0: Hello, and welcome to Spiritual Living Today. We are here to experience this human life in all of its glorious contrast. Jennifer Lomburg and her guides have been helping people bridge the gap between spirituality and being human, and how to realistically and practically incorporate spirituality into all aspects of our daily life since 2015. She is the author of multiple books, including Embodied Grace, A Woman's Path to Empowerment, and The Secret Experiences of a Closet Psychic. This is the place to be to talk about all things life and spirituality. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody, it's Jen. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, You guys, I have to just (laughs) tell you um, honestly what has happened with this podcast. So I started um getting this podcast ready months ago. And um funny enough, my computer crashed in December and I lost all the episodes that I had already worked on. <laughs> so um this is actually giving me a really good example though to share with you guys about what it means to actually live in a spiritually led life and how little things like this that seem somewhat insignificant or just a hassle or like they're sabotage or like everything's going wrong. Like all of these things, you can, you can take this in so many different ways. But what I decided to do was, okay, obviously, so there's something to this. Now, sometimes I, I just got to say this out right now. Sometimes shit happens. Sometimes it doesn't mean anything. Sometimes it's just part of the human experience. Um, so sometimes there are things that it's just like, eh, there's not really any lesson in it. There's not really any guidance in it. It literally is just, we're in a human paradigm. We're in this, this, um, earth experience where things like that happen. On the other side of that is things like this, where there was obviously there was a message. And I knew that because I could feel that there was something to it. Right now. I didn't have time to deal with it because, um, for those of you that have been with me for a little bit, you know, that December was when, um, my husband's sister who has been battling cancer, leukemia, um, was ready. They were the, the hospital was ready for my husband to come and give the bone marrow um, donation so that they can get her ready for the transplant. So the computer crashed. We went to Houston, <laughs> all of these things. It's been really busy. Uh, and January was crazy. And so now I'm getting back to looking at, okay, what do I do now? Um, I do have my computer in to get repairs, but I sat with my guides and I was like, okay, what am I like? What's the story here? And they're like, we've asked you to shake things up, which of course I know that. I feel like my entire life, the last, seven years has been a shakeup. But one of the things that I feel like with this shift that's happening in the astrology, right? Like we've got some major planets that are shifting that are going to really change our entire experience. Now, for you guys to understand a little bit about me, you don't need to know astrology. I will be talking, of course, about astrology on certain episodes within this podcast. And this is one of those things where the changes that are happening for me, are really impacting the way that my life is going to be and the way that I am going to show up and, and present even my life, my world to my family, to myself, like everything's going to be different. Now, all of us are going to feel that on some level. But um, I am Capricorn sun and Capricorn rising and Aquarius moon. And I'm really Capricorn, like I have a lot of Capricorn energy and a lot of earth energy in my chart, which means I like to do things step by step. And I like to have a plan and I like to have everything laid out so that I know exactly what I'm doing. And my guides are asking me to even be more spontaneous than I have even in the last few years. Now, I feel like I've come leaps and bounds (laughs) compared to what I was used to in my life Um, because I've always been very structured. I've always been very step-by-step. I've been very by the book, like all of those things. Like I... um, I love standard operating procedures. I'm not going to lie. We were just talking about that with my husband's work yesterday. And I'm like, I wish there were standard operating procedures for some of the stuff that he has to go through, because I just feel like it would make it a lot easier. And as if to joke with me, my guides are like, "Mm, yeah, that's not going to work anymore. So I am going to trust spirit. I am going to throw out the rule book when it comes to the podcast. I'm going to throw out the plan that I had for the podcast. And I'm just going to start bringing through um, whatever I feel led to on that specific day when I'm recording the podcast. And they'll come out regularly. Um, To be totally honest, I'm not even sure now if I'm going to do week by week, or if it's going to be a biweekly podcast. I'm still trying to figure that out. So bear with me as I go through this. Um, I'm, I'm being even more spirit-led than I ever have been before. And um, one of the things that I talk about really often, and this is something that I changed. Um, oh my gosh, this has been years ago for me. So let's go back mm, 2012, 13, 14, 15 in that area. Um, and especially like after I wrote my book, um, Embodied Grace, A Woman's Path to Empowerment, which by the way, you can get that as a PDF download in the Facebook community group, but it is no longer in print because I've, I've changed that to the workbook, but that's kind of besides the point. So going back to that time, really, I think in 2015 is when I really started learning to trust my intuition, to trust my guidance and to feel into my body of what feels right to do next. Okay. So what I've done in the past, however many years that's been, Because this is 2023 as I'm recording this. So in the past, what is that? Eight years, I've learned that one of the things that I'm, is really good for me because of probably all the Capricorn is a little bit of a good, healthy routine. Now, not to say that the routine doesn't change up because it does. Like every so often I'll realize, okay, this routine is not working for me anymore and I need to change it up a little bit. So that can look like different things. Like that means, you know, when I get up, sometimes I work out right away. Sometimes I have my coffee and I meditate and journal first. And then sometimes I, um, get up and clean up and shower and then do the meditation. Like, so there's different ways that I like to do my morning and that does change from time to time. However, the routine of it for whatever given time that is, whether that's seasonal or just when I feel like something needs to change up, um, is learning that within that I follow what feels best to do next. So the first thing in the morning when I wake up is to, say, t- you know, check in with my guides and angels and try to get myself integrated into the morning. And it's literally what is the best thing for me to do first, right? Now, you, a lot of you guys that have been with me, you know, I love my coffee. So for those of you guys that are new, don't judge me. I am a coffee person. I love my coffee. I love everything about it. I love the aroma. I love the feeling of the warm cup in my hand. It's one of the things that I love in my morning. Um, it doesn't matter to me if it's decaf or regular, it just doesn't even matter. I just like that morning um, kind of ritual of having my coffee and waking up. But even within that, I will tune in with myself first and check in with my guides and my angels and my body and ask, can I, you know, do I go straight to coffee or do I need water first? Sometimes I do need water first, right? So it's a matter of, of checking in with yourself, how you're feeling, integrating your morning, and then what is the next best step? And I literally try to live my life that way as much as possible. Now, obviously, there's going to be certain things where you have an appointment at a certain time. So obviously, that's what time you're going to have to do that. But as much as you can have flexibility within your routine, your schedule, your day, however that looks, right? And always, one of the most powerful things you can do is what is the next best step, right? So that kind of brings me back to What's going on right now with this podcast? Like, okay, everything went away. The computer crashed. What is the next best step? So the next best step was to tune in with my guides and angels and ask for guidance on what to do with this podcast. And here we are today. So with all of that, I thought it would be a really good episode to, to help you learn that one of the ways to really live spiritually, especially as we move into this new frequency and these new energies that we're going to be feeling as a whole. Um, and moving into the more Aquarius energy, this is, this is, you are going to feel more unique within yourself than you've probably ever felt. But at the same time, it's that whole, where, what is the piece of the uniqueness that adds to the collective experience? Because we're moving into a more, um, collective humanitarian type style energy with the age of Aquarius that we're moving into. Okay. So one of the things that um, would be really beneficial is learning how to tune into your own self, your own body, your own intuition, and all of those things. And I have a really good ex- example, again, within this, what's the next best step besides the morning getting up in the morning and checking in with my guides and saying, do I have coffee? Do I have water? Um, do I shower? Do I go straight to the computer? Do I journal? Or you know what I mean? Like all of the different options that I have that I know create a healthy routine for me that get my day going in the best way. So if we look at that <clears throat> as a practice, one of the most powerful things you can do is sit down and create your ideal day. Okay. Now I've talked about this in in the past in many different ways. Like one of the most powerful things I can, I think personally that you can do is to plan your perfect week or plan your perfect day. Because what happens is you're going to actually see how much time you have and how much time you don't have that you think that you have. When, and and this is again when you're thinking about creating your perfect week. So we're going to go into two different, um, two different exercises within this podcast. Okay. So. The first thing is let's um, let's plan your perfect week because that feels more like the, the old energy of the step by step, like getting things out. But I feel like it's a very powerful exercise. Um, I actually learned this from Tara Jacobson like years ago when I was actually going to her for business marketing, and she was like, "Girl, how do you even think you're going to get all the things done that you think you're you're getting done? Because you literally just told me you spent." like an hour working in your car waiting on your daughter to get out of volleyball practice. Again, this is years ago so the kids were still around and and so she said, "Let's just take a step back and let's look at your week. Like, let's just plan out and see how much time you actually have to do things." And this is one of the most incredible exercises to help combat overwhelm. Okay? And I know that a lot of people are feeling the overwhelm right now. So so let's just kind of dive into that. In order to really structure your day so that you can have that ideal day, which we'll get to in a minute, we have to look at what are the, the aspects of your actual week? Like what is your reality right now? And how does that look? So if you were to plan your perfect week, you would lay out a calendar for an entire week. So Sunday through Saturday, um, from whatever time you wake up in the morning to whatever time you wake up or you go to bed at night look at the hours within that and and actually plot out the things, start with the things first that are non-adjustable, um, like things that you have no other way around it. So like if you have to work um, on Tuesdays from, you know, eight to five or whatever it is, block that out. Now, if that's all week, block that out too, right? Because those are things that are non-negotiable. You're not going to be able to change those in your schedule right now. Um, And then what we want to do is look at all of the other time around that. So how would you like to be spending your time? If you're thinking, I really want to work on self-development, but you don't have any time in your schedule, if you've got eight to five blocked out, do you have a lunch hour? And how are you using that lunch hour? Now, there's no judgment in any of this, right? So like, if you're using your lunch hour to literally just go eat and decompress, like, kudos, right? Right. If you're using your lunch hour and you're freaking on TikTok or Facebook or whatever, that may not be the use of the, your time that might be adding to the overwhelm because you're not really accomplishing anything. It may be a distraction, but then are you beating yourself up at five o'clock because you didn't use your time wisely, right? So again, this is all about your yourself and the way that you're showing up for yourself. So when you can look at the non-negotiables, and, and this can look different for everybody, right? So like if you've got littles at home and you've got to get them to school at a certain time in the morning, or if you homeschool, you've got to block that out of your day because you're not going to be able to get anything done if, you're, if you really want to be fully present and focused on that, okay? Some of the other things that we don't think about when we're doing this, it was a mind blowing to me whenever I was thinking about um, with Tara doing this all those years ago was little things like, Where am I going to do laundry? Where am I going to do my grocery shopping? Like, where does that fit in? And you need to start narrowing down what's the important things and where you can adjust the time that you want to spend. Now, one of the things that I would encourage everybody to do is at least pick a couple times a week where you put in physical movement, whether that's exercise or, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Um, Whatever kind of exercise, whatever kind of movement, whether that's walking in nature, taking a walk around the block. Um, actually exercising in the gym, doing yoga, Pilates, whatever it is you want to do, but at least get some movement in there because movement is really important to our electrical system and our nervous system. And it will also lend to overwhelm. But even more importantly, with all of the energies coming into the planet right now, we need to be able to have that movement so that that energy is not getting backed up somewhere and causing blockages in the chakras. Okay. So when you're planning your perfect week, Definitely um feel into what makes sense for you and then and then plot it out. Take take a seven-day calendar, write from top to bottom. Um, I'll actually drop a link so that you can get a, a like a, um the format that I use. You may have to tape these together or whatever to create your perfect week, but write down your hours of and then actually look at physically how much time you have. And then it helps you to prioritize what you actually want to create in your life and try to find places where you may be quote unquote wasting time. Now, I am not above a Netflix binge. So just know if you want to watch Netflix, if that's something that you enjoy, if you want to put it in your time, absolutely put that in your time, but then don't feel guilty about it later, right? So it's it's about you taking control of your own schedule and seeing just uh, how you're using the energy and what is going to be supporting you because- what we're going to move into now is creating your ideal day. And then what you'll do is if this is the life you want to create, the things that you want to manifest in your life, look back at that schedule and does that schedule support the life you want to live? And if not, where can you tweak it? Okay. So when you go into creating your ideal day, then you can look at what are the things that you want to experience in, in your day? Okay. Do you want to experience, um, really good food? Do you want to experience sleeping in? Um, do you want to experience like wonderful fluffy sheets? Do you, you know what I mean? Like your bedding, like does that need to be upgraded? Do you want to experience um, the beach? And if so, are you living somewhere that's landlocked right now? Do you know what I mean? So if you want to create your ideal day or whenever you look at what would be your ideal day we want to then see where the discrepancies in the things that you have in your life right now. Now, you're not going to change everything overnight, but this is going to get you thinking ahead of really being able to create a life that you love and create a life that you want to live. And then starting to make baby steps that move you into um, the day that you really want to enjoy. So in order to create your ideal day, You're going to create a blueprint basically. And some of the things that are going to help you kind of write out and visualize visualize this blueprint are questions like, when do you wanna wake up? Do you wanna wake up at 5 a.m., at 7 a.m., at 4 a.m., at 10 a.m.? What would be a perfect time for you to wake up? Now, this is not reality, okay? So this is not the schedule that we just looked at. This is getting into if your life were perfect and you were living the life that you wanted already, what would it be? Would you be waking up every morning at 10 a.m. to sunshine and birds? Or how how would you be waking up and what time would you be waking up? What would you see, hear or feel, right? Is it birds chirping? Is it sunshine? Is there snow? Is there a meadow? Is there a garden? Um, Is there a landscaped yard with a pool? Like what is it that you want to see, hear or feel when you wake up? And then what activities do you do daily? you know, do you go to work? Do you work from home? Do you um, tend in the garden all day? <laughs> like, what is, what are the activities that you would do every day? Do you go shopping at the market? Do you um, go buy fresh flowers? Like, what are some activities that you would like to do, um, either, you know, daily or weekly? What kind of food are you eating? Right? What kind of food is it? what kind of hobbies do you have in your day? Do you meditate? Do you journal? Um, Do you do crafts? Do you read books? Like what are the hobbies that you would enjoy? And then what is your work? Like this kind of goes back into the the activities, but also you want to get clear on what do you do for work? Um, Do you have a job that you absolutely love and that you go to every day and you have fun? Um, what people do you inter- interact with? What animals do you interact with? Like all of these things are just questions, um, to get you started. And, and this is not an end all be all by any means, right? But this is just the idea of creating an ideal lifestyle and then what your daily activities would look like. So this gets us into, um, being a little bit more in alignment. Like I was talking about in the beginning, of, um, like if you were to live in divine alignment and if you were to wake up each morning and be like, okay, what next? If you have an idea of what you want your life to look like, and if you know what your schedule is, then you can be in a, in more of that open flow state of, okay, what's next, right? And if you have a to-do list of 10 things that need to get done that day, if, if, and where you have the freedom Right. Because of course there are certain things that you're going to be locked into, but it's, it's using the other time. The non-negotiable time is of course non-negotiable. You have to be doing certain things at certain times. The rest of the time is where you get to start creating a life you love by utilizing that energy as well as you can and as intentionally as you can. Okay. So it's all about being intentional. So I just want to leave you with a couple like little snippets of, of how you could create your ideal day. So again, two parts to this. First of all, look at your actual schedule, write out your, your perfect week and tweak around the ideas of, of where you have, um, freedom to be able to, to do some things. And I'll, I'll actually drop, I have a, a training called planning your perfect week. I'll drop a link and a coupon for that in the show notes so that you can look at that if you would like to do that. Um, but I'm going to just leave you with two like creative visualization type journaling exercises to get you started. Again, listen back to the questions that I asked and let's really start getting into intentionality with living the way that we want to and understanding that there's going to be things that are going to be tweaky and they don't always mean anything, right? Like my computer crashing, like I talked about at the beginning. Um, but at the same time, how can we be intentional with everything else? Okay. So here's an example. My ideal day looks like, my ideal day is full of excitement and fun. I enjoy, I enjoy my work greatly. I feel great when I'm able to go out to lunch um, without the worry of money. It makes me happy to buy coffee and treats for my coworkers because I know that it'll make them feel appreciated. I am blessed beyond measure. Right? So like that would be one way to start like writing out your ideal day. Another day would be, and this is going to also like one thing that I would say is, is think about what are your goals right now? So like for this example, if your goal right now is to get healthy, this would be a great ideal day write up. Um, my ideal day is full of beautiful, colorful, healthy food. I enjoy preparing my meals. I feel great when I drink the apple cider vinegar drinks. It makes me happy to take my supplements because I know it is making me healthy. I am blessed to have a job that I enjoy, clients that I love and work that is fun. And that I get to focus on my health at this time, right? So those are just some like basic ideas of how you would start writing out your ideal day um, and really getting into alignment with what next? What is the next best step for me? Um, There's so much more I could go into on this. So I hope this podcast is helpful. I know it's just like a brief overview of of how to become a little bit more intentional. Um, And again, the big takeaways, not everything is the end of the world, right? Like my computer crashing was actually just a call for me to be back more in the flow and be more intentional and take things step by step. Um, and then also being in that space where, okay, what is my reality? And then what are, what do I really want? And then how can I make tiny tweaks in between to start getting myself into alignment with that? So sending you guys all lots of love. I have no idea what the next podcast will be about, but I will be excited to come back and join you here for the next episode. Lots of love guys. Talk to you soon. you so much for joining us today don't forget to grab the free downloadable resources for this episode you can find the details in the show notes remember that jennifer offers an app a variety of online courses as well as private vip coaching and mentorship you can find out more about this on her website at jenniferlonberg.com